0: Welcome to the Good Stuff Kids podcast, it's episode number 97, and on today's show, I talk to Magic Ian and Dr. Soros from A Horse, A Spoon, A Bucket. Oh, by the way, my name is Mike Mason, you've reached my show, Good Stuff Kids podcast, where I talk to their creators of Certified and fide good stuff for kids and families. I think A Horse, A Spoon, A Bucket has an aesthetic. They have a thing that they're going for, and it's a little offbeat. I think they would be okay with me saying that it's a little offbeat. And I think in terms of entertaining for kids and families, I think that that parents who grow up liking bands like maybe Primus a little bit or even uh, Presidents of the United States of America, you know, some of the more off-kilter kinds of things will really get a kick out of A Horse, A Spoon, A Bucket. I'm not going to say too much more. I'm going to let this conversation speak for itself. Enjoy A Horse, A Spoon, A Bucket, and a surprise track at the end of the show. Welcome to the Good Stuff Kids podcast, Magic Ian and Dr. Saurus from A Horse, A Spoon, A Bucket. How are you all this morning?
1: So okay. good. They're good.
0: They're good. So let's uh, just for vocal recognition sake, can you each uh, introduce yourself a little bit?
1: Yes, I am Magic Ian, a magic person.
2: <laughs> and I'm Dr. Soros, uh, PhD, MD, NYPD, PI.
0: Okay, and what are you, uh, what is your MD in?
2: Uh, medicine.
0: Oh, good. Smart. <laughs> Medi-
2: med- medical. Medi-
0: medical medicine. And then what about your PhD?
2: PhD is in uh, archaeology, smart anthropology, spent some time on the New York police force. Yeah. I also had my own which, private uh, investigation.
0: Oh, private investigation on the New York Police Force. That's oh, good.
2: No, that uh, was
0: a little separate. I was, moonlighted separate. as a private investigator. Oh, got it. While so,
2: working, what yeah. was what,
0: it, what was your beat on the uh, on the NYPD?
2: On the NY, my beat. What like, was your beat? Like the neighborhood? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Na- all, all five of them. All five neighborhoods. Nice. The okay. Five
1: neighborhoods.
0: And And uh, Magic <laughs> Ian, what kind of uh, what kind of magic do you practice?
1: I practice sleight of hand.
0: <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. well, this is an audio podcast, so we can't see any of your tricks, but I'm sure they're great. <laughs> how uh, convenient. Yeah. How okay. nice. How, how lucky for, I'm uh, fortunate for the audience. So.
2: No one uh, will see it coming. N-
0: <laughs> so you guys are in a band, a horse, a spoon, a bucket. and We uh, are. Uh, yes. And I think that like just by your names alone, Magic Ian and Dr. Source, you, uh, we're gonna have a pretty interesting story to share with our listeners. So let's uh, let's go back a little bit. You know, I guess, Doctor Source, this will probably be after you finished your studies for your MD and PhD, as well as <laughs> your time as a private investigator with the MI- NYPD and Magic Ian, Maybe you were, you know, just developing your uh, ability to saw someone <laughs> in half. But how did you guys start the band? What's the uh, what's the inspiration? What's the story?
1: Oof. The band is of my magic. Um, We started playing in a band about two years ago.
2: Me and Magic Magicine have known each other for for
1: years and years. We've been colleagues since university.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I met you as as I was, you know, but a young but a young doctor on the beat in New York and. knew of him and then got to know him personally Mm -hmm. and years and years of friendship and exploration together on a more casual level just naturally led to us joining forces you know him and his music me and my bass, and problem solving and and then moving to los angeles you know for a variety of reasons and and uh finding the right the right sorts of friends to to also back up in the band we're not the only ones right yeah so
0: who are the other folks in the band
2: we have on drums albuquerque herb uh uh, who you know just a peach of a peach of a man and uh the dear mr topsy-turvy man on guitar and trumpet
0: okay guitar and trumpet very good so um you guys have put out how many records at this point
1: We've released four records.
0: All right, great. And the most recent one is called?
2: Kick Out the Jams, Little Babies.
0: So, Kick, kick out, out the, the jams, jams, Little Babies. Little so, babies. What's the, is that a literal thing? Like, you want babies to be coming to, to your shows and, and getting crazy with you all?
2: Well, crazy under parental supervision. Smart. Yes. Smart.
0: Good. Know your yes. audience. Very good. Very good. Exactly. Okay, cool. Yes. So, what are some of the what are some of the songs on so I listened to it and I think that you all are um, you, you take an interesting tack musically um and you're not you. sort of limited, you know, you don't limit yourselves by the uh standard structure like you go from sort of like a dreamy pop sound to a little punky um mm-hmm. so what are some of the and i think um the song i'm thinking about is the gopher is there a gopher song there is a gopher, song. There is yes. gopher yeah. jamboree yeah so like let's break down that song stylistically <laughs> and how it uh how it comes together for a horse's spoon a bucket tell me a little bit about the story of that song
1: well that you wrote that.
2: Song. i wrote that song uh just you know yeah you know, i'm a I'm a dinosaur of science and and i I have a hard time kind of just breaking down to the most basic you know like oh let's just jam let's just jam because I'm always thinking about numbers and scales and the tradition of 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 how music is performed and so one thing that my time with magic Ian has really taught me is just to relax and just go with the the gut you know and and see what happens and so one of the first times I really let myself do that a more creative and natural approach was the bass line and it's really just a disco bass line but then moving up in a diminished triad if we want to get all technical about it so so the textbook parts of me were still there but uh but that came together and and at that particular point uh we were having some we were really feeling the weight of the gopher the gopher struggle yeah um which is which is a struggle between those who the digs the diggers and the dig nots and albuquerque herb our drummer is actually very closely assimilated with the gopher culture and understands the class division and so he kind of you know, he was there to lend that that really authentic history to it. So it it comes
0: from a place of truth, is what you're saying. It does. Yes, it does.
2: <laughs> a place of creative honesty, yeah. and so so the baseline came together, and then the other parts just kind of one by one through just jamming it out and seeing what happened, and. Yeah.
1: Albuquerque Yerbe really gave it that disco beat. He I, really you know, did.
2: He really yeah, did.
0: Yeah, it's 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 interesting. So who are some of the influences? You know, the maybe some of the, uh, I guess, let's say musical influences, but there, if there are other influences that that you guys look to to create the sound of A horse's A Spoon, A Bucket, we'd love to hear what they are.
1: Sure. Do you want to go first? Well, I'll, I'll go
0: for first.
2: Uh,
1: <laughs> go oh first. Oh, my
0: goodness, man, you... <laughs> well done
2: well done okay. <laughs> thank okay. you uh-huh. um uh well the whole band really just loves b-52s and uh the talking heads on some of those earlier records and uh you know we always kind of talk about how this could be a like a Roald Dahl book sounding alive Uh If doll had a band and like Horse Spoon Bucket. Yeah.
1: Yes. Okay, cool. Um, So we got, you said Devo. Devo. I like Devo. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know. We all have very vast influences that are kind of all over the place. Yeah,
2: within the band. Right.
1: um, It's very different. I know the doctor to be into blues and jazz. That's true. Um... Albuquerque herbs into new contemporary jazz stuff. He also plays guitar and is in a band called Snow Nerds that are very good.
2: Very good. Also yeah. kind of child-friendly, but maybe children with a little more Facial. energy. Facial hair.
1: <laughs> Facial hair. <Yeah. laughs>
2: okay, fair enough. Go maybe, ahead. Baby.
1: And then uh, Topsy Turvy Man is into noise music and experimental guitarists and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm really into uh, like different sorts of world music, Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot of Brazilian uh, tropicalia and a lot of like pastoral folk stuff. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm into. That is what you're into. That's what I'm into. That's
0: great. So you have a video. I saw a video about puppies.
1: Oh, yeah. Ooh.
0: And um, I don't think I'll ever be the same because it's amazing <laughs> and adorable. But tell tell me about the video. Tell me about the song.
2: Well, I think uh, Magic Ian will have to field the question regarding the history of the puppy president.
0: Yeah, go ahead.
1: Well, this is a good segue from talking about the gophers <laughs> because uh, we talked about how the gophers... Are of the digging class. And, um, you know, the puppy president is really the one who is oppressing the gophers into digging. Um, so the song is about a puppy parade, um, a puppy parade that happens in the magical, our magical, magic baby island universe. Um, and the parade is meant to distract people it's on it's onlookers from uh the important things of normal day day-to-day life
2: it's just got adorable puppies to make everyone go aw, aw, yeah. and forget about their struggles <laughs> that'll do it forget right? about the
1: struggles yeah
0: because the struggle as we all know is real, but you guys
1: <laughs> very real, very real. You guys yeah.
0: don't just write songs about gophers and puppies, you also write songs about vegetables. So, oh, yeah, I mean, convince like the, the what's the story behind the song? Are you guys vegetable lovers? Or are you vegetable haters?
2: <laughs> definitely lovers, okay. definitely lovers. Albuquerque Herb is an excellent urban farmer,
0: uh huh. Is it it
2: herb, like U-R-B? Like H-E-R-B. Oh, okay. Like herb. Okay, Okay, got it, got it? Like
1: Herbert. Like Like
2: Herbert. Herbert, got it. Like the herbs that he grows in his garden. Yeah. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. okay. So tell me about the song. So, uh, the good magic Ian does certainly love his vegetables. I see him eating them all the time, usually with a bowl of peanut butter. Nearby, which is sweet because then there's not celery in the jar. You know, gotta separate it. Yeah, you don't
0: don't dip dip into the jar. That's a no no.
2: No, no, yeah, because I prefer my vegetables without peanut butter, Uh but I do still love peanut butter on the side. Um, but yeah, that that one was all magic Ian just coming out of his love and being surrounded by vegetables yes. for so, so long.
0: Magic Ian, magic let's clarify. So you dip your vegetables in peanut butter. What are your top five vegetables to dip in peanut butter?
1: Um. Carrots. Mm-hmm. Celery. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Let's see.
2: Bok choy. I've seen you dip in a couple times. Oh,
1: yeah. Uh, It may sound unusual, but... Oh, no, no. (laughs) It sounds delicious. uh, You've got the greens, and you've got uh, the protein from the peanut butter, so it makes a nutritious combination. Sure does. Um, Kale? Kale? Yeah. That's great. I'll put kale and peanut butter. Um, And cauliflower Mm -hmm. for the last one. Cauliflower. Cauliflower slash broccoli. Hmm.
0: Well, I guess they they are related in a way. They certainly do look alike. All right, so yes. so let's travel back in time. A horse, a spoon, a bucket. This is one of the okay. more interesting band names that I've heard uh, in quite some oh, time, you. and I, I love it. So, how do we get to this name? And what it, maybe is there like? Does it represent something, or what's the backstory on the name?
1: So, I am a big fan of the absurdist comedy troupe. Monty Python. And... um, Monty Python... When they were first... Becoming a troupe of comedians... They... Were choosing a name... And one of them... Could have been... A horse, a spoon, a basin... Which... uh, And a basin is essentially a bucket. So... Um, it became a horse's spoon and bucket out of my love for Monty Python.
2: I didn't realize you had Americanized the last the last word. Yes. Huh. Mm. Revelations.
0: Okay. Revelations among bandmates. Very interesting. Yes.
1: You learn new things other when you poten- wake up early. Other potential <laughs> names were the owl stretching time. And Glenn Dibley's Flying Circus.
0: <laughs> that's that's a pretty uh, that's a pretty pretty flagrant wearing of your influences on your sleeves if you're gonna go Glenn Dibley's Flying Circus. Yeah, yeah pretty good. a little too So, close. so hold on, close. I, I need to backtrack. Doctor Saurus, you mentioned this sort of in passing. This is what happens when you wake up early. Just out of curiosity, <laughs> what time do the uh, Magician and Doctor Saurus of a horse, a spoon, a bucket typically wake up?
2: Oh well, it entirely depends on the work week, you know. Crime stops at no hour, so <laughs> and and you can't, you certainly can't stop knowledge when the lightning bolt strikes you. True, so truly, yes. So uh, any hour is an hour that I might be waking up, but uh, you know, as we're just starting summer over here in Los Angeles, so maybe actually nine o'clock is the. It feels emotionally early. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but oh, it's probably
0: not. Yeah, emotionally, emotionally. Ten. I just. I'm on the West Coast as well. At 10:21 a.m., a very emotional time for a lot of people. So I, you. <laughs> uh, I hear you. I hear you. It is. Um,
2: you know. I do.
1: Look.
2: If you are, if you wake up and it's 10:21, you can't always tell if, uh, you know, if if you commit to the morning time until. Lunch, and you like don't have a breakfast, or if you just stay in bed a little longer until like eleven thirty, when it's kind of acceptable to eat a lunch.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a it's sort of a gray area. Lunch and yeah. breakfast. If there was only a way that we could combine those two words and solve all of our problems, but we should uh, pro- we should probably leave that to like some real some real thinkers, not us, um, because it's just that's out of my out of my. Area of expertise. All right, so yeah. I have to know. I watched videos of you guys live, um, but I want to hear from you all. Describe the live show of A Horse's Spoon, A Bucket.
1: Ooh. I have called it a glam rock spectacle. You have called it that. To other folk. <laughs> um, well, we're all.
2: You know, we're all in our standard performing uniforms, which for good magic Ian, that's often his wizard's cap and maybe a cape, depending on how formal yeah. the event is. Yes. And
0: that's no thats no regular wizard's cap, I have to say. I don't want to know where you got it, but, like, can you describe it?
1: It's very tall. Yeah. There,
2: there are a couple wizard's caps. Oh, okay. You know, there's... Well, there's... I don't mean to describe your...
1: They're all ceremonial, but... Um, they all serve different functions. There is the very tall one that <laughs> uh, is m- most often seen in videos, like the puppy parade video. Um,
2: and it's got that white brim to keep your forehead forehead safe
1: yes, from, from bumping into things. <laughs> uh, bumping into things and from the current of magic that flows mm-hmm. through me. Mm-hmm. Um, really locks it in the cone. You have that purple floppy one. I have the purple floppy one, which is more akin to um, Puritanism and um,
2: early, America. re- early
1: American witchcraft. <laughs>
2: okay. Um, okay. It's also better for running around in. So if we're playing a gig yes. where we know there aren't a lot of low-hanging cables...
1: That one's a yes. little more and flexible. The very tall one severely limits where we can play because height <laughs> restriction. It often is too big for yeah. the venues that we play at. Have you have you had to turn down gigs on
2: account of the height of your hat? No, we've, we've turned down the hat. We turned, turned down, down the hat. The hat <laughs>
0: I'd say that's probably the right thing
2: to turn down in that scenario. Well done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the story of horseshoe bucket still needs to be. Shared yes. uh, yeah. hat or no
1: hat. We recently made a smaller version of that hat out of to, velvet. Out of velvet Whoa. to take with us to uh, smaller gigs.
2: Yeah, and the matching cape, very uh-huh. chic. Very chic. Uh, yeah, I usually play in a in a suit with my detective gear handy uh-huh. and uh, good Mr. Topsy Turvy Man, who is a local circus owner uh usually in you know kind of his his version of a genderless ringmaster uh, suit oh, and I, I he usually plays yeah. blindfolded
0: i did not know he was a uh, a, a small circus owner that's interesting okay. yes cool. Cool. he is
2: yeah. he is he he takes a lot of time off to play with us which is very sweet that is he's nice. got yes plenty of folk that know how his circus operates and he travels with us.
1: He's the nicest carnival owning dancing guitar trumpeter I've ever met. Yeah. <laughs> Very there's, true. And, there's a lot and of then i Albuquer- yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, no, just because there's a lot of them out there.
0: So I'm glad you got the nice one. Um, oh yeah. So, okay. And then, and then, uh,
2: Al- Albuquerque here yeah. is usually decked out in his gardening, kind of gardening gear, you know, playing with gloves and his bucket cap to, to shade out the sun. Yes.
1: Um, He works in the, in the hot sun with the gophers. And on his farm. Mm
2: -hmm. And really the show, the show is a celebration of the babies inside of all of us. Not, not that we're carrying babies, but you know, (laughs) the, the, the inner child that, that gets locked down into, this is the one way you can enjoy a concert. But the concerts that we play are full of dancing and and crowd interaction and and a lot of our our songs are really the the choruses are really singable so we always try to get people involved in singing those especially on the puppy parade uh, yes. or dedicating we have this song best friends that wow. we love to to just really really grab our best friends in and and hold them close and we encourage the audience to do likewise and You know just just jumping around and dancing and and uh and the song ouch my insides which is on our new album has some dance moves to it that we teach the audience and and get them to do
0: nice so what what is an audience um at a horse a spoon a bucket concert is it all ages usually is it you know what what kind of crowd
1: usually
2: pretty all ages
1: um, Usually, all ages.
2: A um, lot of our shows are are after bedtime, uh, so yes. so the little little ones aren't always there. But we have played a hand. We've played a couple libraries, like in the afternoon, and oh, nice. and a few like parties at after school art centers, and and so those are kind of definitely more to the. To the target audience, but uh, we also play a lot of like late night comedy shows and and house parties and such, and and those are for ages eight to eighty, yeah, maybe beyond and before that. Nice,
0: yeah. nice. So yeah, awesome. So you the band's been together for about two years. You're. I think the idea of like just taking, taking any gig, you know, sort of doing any, anything that, uh, you can do to sort of get the, hone the craft, if you will. Um, I noticed yep. that you guys have a big gig coming up on July 9th at yep. the, oh, uh, the yes. Mint. Have you played the Mint before? <laughs>
1: No, oh, this oh. will be our first time at the Mint. So. Very
0: exciting. It's a great venue. Um, I actually lived in LA for many years, and I played. Oh, yeah. cool. I played the Mint once. It's a cool venue. It' like good sound. It's going to be really nice. What can? Uh, are you getting any debuts or any uh, you know bringing things out of the vault or, or things that you're preparing for this particular gig? Ooh, you know,
2: bringing something out of the vault could be pretty special. Yeah. We're still in the rehearsal stages to ramp up for that show because oftentimes, or lately, our shows have been uh, us as kind of like a house band for for other acts coming on and off stage. You know, so so we don't get to play as many full sets as we used to, and this is kind of the not the first, but it is like another great opportunity for us to just play our material beginning to end uninterrupted. And so we're still figuring out what the best examples of that are going to be. And, and of course there'll be surprises and, and special guests and
0: and all sorts of shenanigans. (laughs) Wow. All right. I I don't know if Magic Ian knew about the special guests. That's exciting (laughs) for everyone. Um, So, okay, cool. So, I think that there's there's a lot of interesting stuff happening with a horse, a spoon, a bucket. I love the idea that you guys are playing comedy shows. Um, you, and the, the vibe that I get is that you're you are very committed to this, um, but also take it with the, the appropriate level of uh, humor. So that's really, really important and really, really good. Um, what, are, what are some of the things that you're most proud of as a band up
2: until this point? Ooh, that's good one well uh i am most proud of our most the the album release show that we had in honor of this Mm -hmm. album kick out the jam's little babies and um that was the culmination of me and magic ian's recent trip to the magic baby island and so and that's where Good Albuquerque Herb and Mr. Topsy-Turvy Man conduct most of their business is on this magical baby island. And we were there mostly for an exploratory trip and brought back, you know, a few performers and some art and, you know, scientific dioramas of the landscape. And so this album release show, you know, had a had a space for all of those artifacts I gave a presentation on on the findings and a little bit of the lore of Magic Baby Island. Magic Ian you, performed a ritual. Uh, you know, we had clown performers and some folk musicians, and it was a really beautiful event with some you know dear friends and investors in attendance. And you know, just presenting all the information in hopes to garner more funding for for our next trip, our next journey to the Magic Baby Island,
0: so you, you th- also
2: known as Album 5. Said, <laughs> I
0: I, fi- I picked that up. Also, so, but there's enough t- left to explore at Magic Baby Island that you guys are not done there yet.
2: Oh, oh yeah. Magic Baby Island is most most known, or most easily recognized by the three peaks uh, and this the three mountains that are on the island. And, you know, we barely scaled one of them. Which do, and, do
0: they have names these three peaks or is it just peak mm, 1 peak 2 peak 3 Not that we know of
2: yet yeah, okay. but I'm sure that the the islanders will will they'll, tell us. They'll
0: fill you in. Okay. How about yeah. you Magic Ian what what are you proud of?
1: I'm I'm very proud of this uh, most recent release of ours. Um kick out the jams. Kick out baby. the jams little babies. It is our first Uh, release that we've uh, put out physical copies of it Mm -hmm. um we the doctor and myself are big fans of cassette tapes and collecting old archaic uh media forms like vhs tapes and vinyl and um We had the opportunity for this release to put out some cassette tapes, and I'm really proud of how those look. That
2: was very exciting. That was really exciting. The previous album before this, there came also Children's Voices. Me Me and Magic Ian were concocting our own handmade versions of the album on CD, and while it was fun to have something so handcrafted by the band members to sell at the shows it was also you know just not not as clear as we wanted it to be and and so to print this album onto professionally onto CD and cassette was definitely a big growing up step for us yes and taking the risk of you know putting the money forward and sure, and, sure. yeah yes. so as, it
0: was yeah it's it's exciting and and you know you don't I I, I think you all won't be surprised to hear this but Not a lot of people are putting out cassettes these days, but that's not what I I know, crazy to say. Um, (laughs) but in your opinion, what sounds best? So, you mentioned vinyl records for those of you who may not know what vinyl is, cassettes, CDs, and then I assume there's also like MP3 downloads as well. Yeah, yes, yeah, you know, it's on
1: Bandcamp as well.
0: Okay, we're gonna get there too. So, what do you think is the best quality sound? Uh, that's for, a
2: really tough question. For, because but, but Let
0: me, let me make it oh, even more yeah. specific. The best sound to experience a horse, a spoon, a bucket.
2: Mm. It's tough because I feel that every album, if you, ta- if you take one album and you listen to it on vinyl and you listen to it on cassette and CD and all these things, it's going to sound completely different in all of those spaces. And no one of them is worse. They're all just for different moods and experiences, you know. Yeah. Um, cassettes, lots of people think, oh, no one listens to cassettes anymore because it sounds so cheap and condensed and you're missing out on all the other great things. But I actually kind of love hearing how truncated and and uh, stripped down and one of my favorite albums can sound on cassette because it really just gives you those standout pieces and things that you might not hear on the album. But specifically for a horse's a spoon a bucket, there is no wrong way to listen to it. Uh, good answer. Good answer.
0: Thank you. All right. So so the the album, the C D, right? So the C D, the cassette, and the digital mm-hmm. download are available on Bandcamp, right? So all we would need to do is go to Bandcamp.com and search?
1: Uh yes. I don't think the CDs are available on Bandcamp yet, but oh, okay. the cassette tapes for sure are, and the MP3 download. and the MP3 download, Yes. Right.
0: Okay, so so how can we uh, how can we find you? How can we find out more? Is there websites? Is there Facebook, Twitter, et cetera, those kinds of things?
1: Yes, yeah, so we as a okay. horse, spoon a bucket are on Bandcamp, as we just mentioned. We. Uh, you- we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash a horse spoon a bucket. We, we have a SoundCloud page. We're all over YouTube. If you just type in our name into YouTube, we'll come right up with the puppy parade video and a couple live vids. Instagram. We're on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram, a horse spoon bucket. Um, and if you want to email us for booking opportunities and stuff like that, we're. Uh, or just pen or, pal. Yeah, or if you want to know more <laughs> about us in our in our universe, you can email us at ahorse, a horse spoon a bucket at gmail.com and we'll get right back to you.
0: Nice. Very sweet. Good. sweet. You guys are very good emailers. Very good. I oh, can thank you. from experience. Um so okay. I, I just thought of something that I have to ask. What is yes. the re- what is the rest of today like? For Magic Ian,
1: Dr.
2: <laughs> Source. Today is going to be a really good day. Uh, me and good Magic Ian will probably be eating some food after eating,
1: this. Eating food.
2: Eating food, uh-huh. perhaps at a diner. I was oh. just going to ask him.
1: We oh, uh, do love diners. We do love what's your, diners. What's your diner in L.A.?
2: Ah, uh, there's Cantors or Cafe fifties or Sardo's Okay or you, they're, they're is, a whole host of good diners. The bright ne- spot the bright spot. Is Neil's um, still
0: there? Neil's or is that what it is? Neil's it was on uh it was on Pico between like La Cienega and Fairfax. That's where I used to We're gonna
2: to go. have to look into Neil's. <laughs> we'll get you. back to you on that one. Okay, we'll send but, you an email. Yeah, please do. Um it. But so so lunch, uh-huh. most important meal of the afternoon. Yes. <laughs> and, one of the top and th- then, one
0: of the top 3 of the day.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah it some really would is. Say. Yeah. And then uh, probably, you know, some study time where uh-huh. you know, we'll both be working on our our projects and pursuits of knowledge and then uh, we're actually going out tonight to the Magic Castle Hello. in Hollywood yeah. to see some other magic friends.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, this man. is our first time going to the Magic Castle. Yeah. and we're beyond it, it's very so excited. It's a very exclusive magic club. Uh, it is. It is. Yeah, really and cool.
0: In, in yeah. LA, those of you who have never been, I've never been. So maybe in the email when you give me your diner review, you can give us give me a few points about the
1: Magic yes. Castle. you got it. That'd be you awesome. Got it.
0: All right, guys. Um, <laughs> well, thank you guys so much.
1: Of course. Thank you. Thank you.
0: See what I mean? Like they have a thing. They're, they're, they go for it. There's a commitment. A commitment from Magic Ian and Dr. Soros. Gotta say, to be honest, at the beginning I did not know how we were going to have a uh, sort of longish conversation about what they do. But I think everyone rose to the occasion. It ended up being really, really fun. And now to get a true feeling and a true taste of a horse, a spoon, a bucket, here is their song, Vegetables. Thanks for listening. Everything you need to be a part of the Good Stuff Podcast Nation, Good Stuff Nation as we call it, can be found at www.goodstuffpod.com. Drop me a line, mike at goodstuffpod.com. Subscribe, rate, review, like, these are all things that help. If you're enjoying the show, drop me a line, let me know. Doing it for you. Thanks for listening. And now, and now, and now, here is Vegetables by a Horse, a Spoon, a Bucket.
1: Vegetables and apples and peanut butter! Ooh, ooh. Oh, yeah. That's a so yum! Uh, Would you like to try some? Please, won't you try some? Oh, won't you try some? Veggies and apples are good for you! Would you like to try some? Please, won't you try some? Oh, won't you try some? Veggies and apples are good for you! Thank